Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the pastoral epistles of St. Paul with this message entitled, Life in the Holy Spirit, preached September the 20th, 2015. Second Timothy chapter 1, 6-8. It is speaking about life in the Holy Spirit. And life in the Holy Spirit is the cure of all our fears. All our evil fears. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 6 says, Because of this reason. Friends, we want to be an intelligent church, exercising our mind. Reason, sir. What reason, you ask? It is the reason that Timothy has true faith, he said. That's the reason. Paul certifies that Timothy has genuine, unhypocritical faith in Christ Jesus. He said that. That's a great certification to have from the lips of the apostle of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, Timothy is God's elect. Jesus is his Lord. Chapter 1 verse 2 and 8. He possesses eternal life, sir. He is regenerate. Holy Spirit dwells in him. Verse 14. Therefore there is no reason for him to be afraid of anything. Even death for the cause of the gospel. Life in Christ Jesus is death defying. Naturally Timothy is young and often sick. And somewhat fearful. 1 Corinthians 16.10 He can become anxious and despondent. He knows the Apostle Paul, his spiritual father, is a prisoner in Rome. He is in a dungeon in chains awaiting death by Nero's sword. For preaching the gospel in obedience to Christ's command. Soon Timothy himself could face death. So the first point. Fan into flame. So Paul counsels him to fan into flame. To rekindle the gift of God that was in him. Given by God. Timothy, don't be afraid. Don't be anxious and fearful. You possess genuine faith in Jesus Christ. I ask you, have you trusted in Jesus Christ alone for your eternal salvation? That's the one thing needful in this world as you live. One thing. You are a fool if you haven't done that. And you cannot put that off. 
you are at today now is the accepted time now is the day of salvation tomorrow you cannot think about it it is under his control you may die today you have Timothy indestructible eternal life Holy Spirit dwells in you forever through faith in Jesus moment by moment you receive grace mercy and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord so Paul with the apostolic authority reminds him to fan into flame God's gift of the Holy Spirit if you don't have the Holy Spirit you are not a Christian the flame is about to go out and fear is about to come in Jesus counseled the efficient church which had fallen from the height of her first love for Jesus read Revelation 2 4 and 5 he gave three commands remember repent and do the works of your first love God's Christ is seeing us and he knows everything about us Jesus said if you love me obey my commands Christ loved the church and died to save her and we are to love Jesus with all our heart and live and die for him sir I'm not in this business to make and accumulate a lot of money that's not my purpose in living Paul is saying stoke the fire stir up the smoldering embers Paul wrote to the Thessalonian church stop putting out the fire of the Holy Spirit and listen to what the Lord said to the Laodicean church I know your deeds that you are neither cold nor hot I wish you were either one or the other so because you are lukewarm useless, worthless neither hot nor cold I am about to spit you out of my mouth those whom I love I rebuke and discipline be earnest and repent sir we are baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire don't grieve the Holy Spirit be led by the Spirit be filled with the Spirit be controlled by the Spirit walk in the Spirit and you shall not sin Timothy was baptized in the Holy Spirit when St. Paul laid his hands upon him and prayed for him remember what we read in Acts 19 speaking about the Ephesian church saw 12 disciples there but they didn't even hear about the Holy Spirit Paul said what baptism did you receive they said John's baptism he said that was a baptism of repentance he told the people to believe in the one 
Coming after him that is in Jesus. On hearing this they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them. The Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. And he wrote to the epistle to that church. Ephesian church. And we read in chapter 1. Having believed you were marked in him with a seal the promised Holy Spirit who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. So friends live by the Spirit and be governed by the Holy Spirit. Greater the fire of the Spirit greater your love greater your fearless service to Jesus who told us the truth what truth did he tell us friends follow me you will get a lot of money you will go to Harvard you will go to MIT you will become the president of the United States is that what he told us he said If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me to death. He said, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife, children, his brothers and sisters, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. That's what he said. He put out. The price, the cost of discipleship for all people to see and make up your own mind. Fan into flame, sir. You have become lukewarm, worthless, useless for the master. Fan into flame God's gracious gift of the Spirit. By repentance, confession, reading God's word, praying and obeying God. By Holy Ghost power and guidance. He's saying experience, Timothy, experience a Holy Ghost revival in your life. Don't be double-minded. Love Jesus alone who was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised for our justification. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, fear that runs away from trials and persecution and death itself. And he said that in Romans chapter 8. Verse 15, for you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. Fear to go out, fear to come in, fear to eat, fear they tell you what to eat. Fear for everything. You did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father, I am a son of God, I am a daughter of God, I have access to God, and God is for me, and I am for him. I am not alone, as I live, as I go, as I come. See, when you get older, you get all fearful, you don't want to get out. You want to lie in bed. 
and stare at the ceiling. The song writer said it was grace that taught my heart to fear God and grace our fears relieved. Afraid of getting pregnant, afraid of giving birth, afraid of everything, afraid of going to work, afraid to drive. Sir, when I drive, I drive with God. God is with me. Jesus baptizes in the Holy Ghost and fire. Matthew 3.11 I baptize you with water for repentance but after me will come one who is more powerful than I whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And we read Acts 2.4 This is a Pentecostal text. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And Peter said God has raised this Jesus to life and we are all witnesses of the fact exalted to the right hand of God he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear the birth of the church. Fear causes us to shut our mouth and not speak of Jesus the only savior of the whole world fear causes paralysis there is a lion out there it's going to rain it's hot I think I'm coming up with a cold don't associate with people who are gripped with fear because it will come into you and paralyze you. So those who don't share their faith, that is, bear witness to their faith, they are afraid. The fire of the Spirit needs to be fanned into flame. All the money makes us afraid of speaking about Jesus. The worldliness is coming into us like London fog. The spirit-filled believer says to me to live is Christ and to die for Christ is gain. It is better. It is blessed. It is precious. It is to be present with the Lord. It is possible in some Christian homes this fire of the spirit is going out. Let us heed the counsel of the apostle to return to our first love. Friends, there is no need to fear. God is with us. Jesus the world conqueror is with us who has received all authority in heaven and on earth. So God came to Abraham and he was afraid. He said, Abraham, do not be afraid. I am your shield. 
your very great reward. To Joshua, God said, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. In Hebrews 2 we read since the children have flesh and blood he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death that is the devil and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Finally friends the fear is fear of death but Christ destroyed death our death. John tells us in 1 John 4.18 there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment about hell and we are saved from hell. When you die you go to heaven sir. Holy Spirit friends is the opposite of servile fear. God gave Holy Spirit who gives people power to live and die in the service of God. It is the power that raised Jesus from the dead. God exercised his incomparable power when he raised his son from the dead. And we friends possess this power in the spirit. So Paul says in Ephesians 1, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparably great power for us who believe that power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him. At his right hand in the heavenly realms. You want to hear more? Ephesians 3.20 Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. In Acts 4. With the great power the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and much grace was upon them all. And Jesus said this, when you are brought before synagogues, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you at that moment. What you shall say. Thank God. Holy Spirit is in us. Sir it is never failing power. That stares at death. In victory. So he says Paul. I can do everything through him. Who pours into me. Strength. Power. So I can do all things. He's in prison and here Paul writes 
to Timothy, Second Timothy 4.17, everybody forsook me, but the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed. He stands with you and opens your mouth that you can bear witness to Jesus Christ, the gospel. Paul says, 2 Corinthians 10, that is why for Christ's sake I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. Then he says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Friends, God is looking for weak people in themselves that he may put his power in you and make you adequate, competent, more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. This power is available for us to meet our every need. It is the power by which Jesus accomplished our redemption. So we read when all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. His entire ministry was by the Holy Spirit. He suffered the death of the cross by the Holy Spirit and he was raised from the dead by the Holy Spirit and the same Holy Spirit is dwelling in us making us competent to live for God so that is the spirit of power third it is spirit of love It is the Holy Spirit who gives us divine love to love God and do his will. And you read that in Romans 5 verse 5. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. And in the Greek he has poured out love immeasurably. And love is powerful. The fruit of the spirit is love. And we are told in Ephesians 5. Walk in love or live a life of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself for us. As a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. I am saying this spirit is of power and of love. 1 John 3.16 This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. When one person suffers, everybody suffers. When one person rejoices, everyone rejoices. And 1 John 4.19 says we love because he first loved us. He loves us and with that love we love him and die for him. Demas was a temporary believer. He was a fake. He abandoned Christ because we are told he loved this present world. 
And we see that in the visible church. In due time, temporary believers will go someplace else. Number four, it is the spirit of sound mind, a good mind. This Holy Spirit gives us a good mind to think God's thoughts and delight in the word of God. To hear and do the will of God. Remember legion demon man. Thousands of demons in one person. And God saved him. And you see him clothed. Sitting down and in his sound mind. You want to know what sound mind is? It is a mind that thinks God's thoughts. And love God's thoughts. And do God's thoughts. And if you want to know what sinner's mind is. You read Romans 8, 5 through 8. It's enmity toward God. Every unbeliever has a mind that hates God and God's word. A Christian is pneumaticos, meaning spirit-filled, controlled person. And such a person understands the gospel. The moment you are saved, you understand the gospel. He understands the gospel. He has a new mind, being a new creation. 1 Corinthians 2.12 We have not received the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from God that we may understand what God has freely given us. And he understands it and he delights in it and he meditates upon it and he acts on the basis of it and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Not only new mind, he has a new will. A Christian makes correct judgments about all reality based on the word of God. So we read, the spiritual man makes judgments about all things, but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. In other words, it is a Christian who makes judgment on all reality Because he sees all reality through the lens of God's revelation. And you think these other people, politicians and Supreme Court justices and governors and they know what they are talking about or doing. Whatever good they do, they do through common grace. But they are enemies of the gospel. And so we are told... 1 Corinthians 2.16 We and we alone have the mind of Christ. We know what is right and we know what is wrong. And we choose what is right. And we do what is right by the power of the Holy Ghost. He sees reality as Christ himself sees it. He feels as Christ feels. 2 Corinthians 6.10 Sorrowful yet always rejoicing. How do you do that? By the spirits. A Christian rejoices in sufferings. He sings and makes music in his heart to the Lord always. 
How can you come to worship this great God and be depressed? A Christian is a spirit filled man not a stoic with a stiff upper lip. Friends, a spirit filled man has wisdom, understanding, counsel and knowledge of God. He is a man of sound mind. Every unbeliever in Jesus Christ has an unsound mind and therefore makes wrong judgment on ultimate issues of life. They run after the things of this world and not think of eternal issues in Jesus Christ. They don't want to do one thing needful which is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Number five it is don't be ashamed. Because of the spirits indwelling a believer. He is fearless of persecutions and death. Timothy is not to be ashamed or afraid of anything. For in him dwells the Holy Spirit forever. He will never leave him nor forsake him. This Holy Spirit raised Jesus Christ from the dead and he will raise up all who die in Christ. All who die in Christ. That's why I'm not afraid of dying. Remember Jesus Christ Timothy raised from the dead. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. And John says in Revelation 1, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. I'm the first and the last. I'm the living one. I was dead. And behold, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Fearless, Listen to what Peter was saying. Peter was ashamed of Jesus and denied him three times. But later without fear he preached the gospel and suffered martyrdom. And he said this to the authority, to the Sanhedrin. We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus from the dead whom you had killed. Hanging him on a tree. But God exalted him to his right hand. As a prince and savior. That he might give repentance and forgiveness of sins to Israel. We are witnesses of these things. And so is the Holy Spirit. Whom God has given to those who obey him. If you are a Christian. You are indwelt by the spirit. You will obey Holy Spirit. And Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. He said, this is why I'm suffering as I am. Yet I'm not ashamed because I know whom I have believed and I'm convinced that he is able to guard my soul, my body, my life. 
which I have entrusted to him against that day. That's what faith in Jesus Christ means. You entrust yourself to Jesus Christ to save you. To forgive all your sins and give you eternal life. Paul says I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Listen to Paul Acts 26 then Agrippas said to Paul do you think that in such a short time you can make me a Christian? Paul replied he's the prisoner of the Lord and he replies to these worldly wise and powerful mighty people he says short time or long I pray God that not only you but all who are listening to me today may become what I am except for these chains if we are ashamed of Jesus it is because we are afraid of the world we do not want to suffer for the testimony of our Lord which is the gospel because we know the people of the world will hate you so we just go around Say nothing about Jesus. And if we do not witness for Jesus Christ. One conclusion is. We don't believe Jesus destroyed our death. And brought to light. Indestructible. Indefectible. Eternal life. To such. Jesus is asking. As he asked Saint Peter. Do you love me more than this passing world more than your own temporal life may God help us to say yes and not be ashamed of Christ and his apostles and may we by the power of the spirit bear witness to the gospel and suffer our share of suffering for Christ who was not ashamed to die the death of the cross loving us and for our sins Holy Spirit is bearing witness all the time of Jesus. That's his purpose. His purpose is to glorify Jesus. And we must. So we read what Jesus said. John 15, 26 and 27. When the counselor comes. Whom I will send to you from the Father. The Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father. He will testify about me. And you also must testify for you have been with me from the beginning friends if we are true Christians filled with the spirit we have no choice but to proclaim the gospel by our life and words we have nothing to fear in this world sir in Christ we live eternally Jesus said I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one is able to snatch them out of my hand. And Jesus said again whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Jesus is asking all of us do you believe it? We have nothing to fear. Romans 8 1 therefore there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus you still don't want to believe Paul says 
At the end of Romans 8, no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And then he concludes, nothing in all creation is able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul therefore counsels us, don't be ashamed of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. But by the power of the Spirit, suffer with me for the gospel. There is a command. It's not a suggestion. The so-called faith movement rejected this apostolic invitation to suffer. They use a faith to become wealthy and healthy and mighty fooling people. They do not preach the true gospel of Jesus and his apostles. Friends, young Stephen was stoned to death. Apostle James was beheaded. Peter was crucified. Paul was beheaded. To Timothy, Paul says, don't be ashamed, but suffer for righteousness. And you read chapter 1 verse 8, 2 Chapter 2, verse 3 and 9, and chapter 4, verse 5, it says, suffer, 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 endure, suffer, by the Spirit. And he tells us in Matthew 24, 9, then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. Hebrews 11, I wrote a book on that. Others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging while others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned, they were sawed in two, they were put to death by the sword. They went up out in sheepskin and goatskins, persecuted, mistreated. You like to believe in Jesus, sir? We can face all that by the Holy Ghost. Into flame, the gift of the Spirit. And Jesus said, Sir, if anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with the angels, meaning he will send you to hell. Friends, it is the will of God. That every child of God must suffer. And he said that. Second Timothy 3.12. In fact everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. And Paul says now if we are children. Romans 8. Then we are heirs. Heirs of God. Joined heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his suffering. In order that we may also share in his glory. People are looking for a good life. It is Jesus Christ alone gives you good life. Eternal life. Indestructible life. There is no exception. To avoid suffering we must avoid shining. We must hide our lamp under a bushel. We must become a friend of the world. We cannot serve two masters, Jesus and the devil. Friends, Jesus was crucified. It was God's will. He was not wealthy or famous. He was homeless. He was a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. Satan says, avoid the cross and follow me. 
Jesus says deny yourself take up the cross and follow me to death that you may live and live forever so Timothy and everybody else suffer evil for the gospel by the power of God not in your own power but in God's infinite power resurrection power Holy Ghost power ever present power and you read in 2nd Corinthians who comforts us in all our troubles and you read again but we have this treasure in jars of clay then he says we are hard pressed on every side but not crushed perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed we always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body let me ask you a question are you a true believer in Jesus the one thing needful for your life you have genuine faith in Jesus you have life of Jesus in your soul you have spirit of God dwelling in you do you have daily family devotion are you afraid anxious despondent then fan into flame the fire of the spirit indwelling do not grieve the spirit by disobedience because Isaiah 63 in all their distress he too was distressed and the angel of his presence saved them yet they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit so he turned and became their enemy and he himself fought against them I don't think it's a winning counsel to resist the Holy Spirit to grieve the Holy Spirit and therefore finally bear witness to the gospel of eternal life and suffer for the gospel in God's power Jesus said you are the light of the world a city on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl instead they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house friends we are the light of the world in the same way let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven fan into flame the gift of God heavenly father help us to answer these questions in the affirmative above all I pray that you grant your people to believe in Jesus Christ And we pray for believers that they may fan into flame. That they remember from where they have fallen. And repent and do the first works for the glory of God. Bless your people today in Jesus name. Amen.